1: Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I miss you,
2: man. I miss you, man. I
1: miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I
0: miss you, man. I miss you, I miss
2: you, man. Do I miss you? Hello there, Dylan. That's your name. My name's Lonnie. Hello, listeners.
1: How you all doing out there? And how you doing, Dylan? Doing fantastic, mate. What an <laughs> intro. One for the ages, that one.
2: It's very straightforward, to the point, I thought.
1: <laughs> 100%. Uh,
2: could you please tell the new listeners who've picked on this topic what the I Miss You Man story is?
1: Well, Lonnie, it's all about you and I taking each other on a journey each week. It could be about anything. Life, pop culture, everything in between. i asked you a question about...
2: Something this week. A little hint for this episode.
0: <laughs> what
1: did I ask yes. you? Um, You said, like, think of some jobs you might be good at if you were, like, given the chance to give them a go, basically. Yeah. Did you think of anything? Oh, yeah. I got heaps, mate. Absolutely. All right.
2: Going, let's go through them.
1: All right. Zookeeper. That'd be fun. Yeah. Feed some kangaroos, feed some lions, you know. I don't know if I'd uh, go near the ease. They're a bit dangerous. Mm -hmm. Everything else I think I'd get a pretty good handle on. Yeah, right. President. (laughs) I'd nail that. I'm I'm pretty decent at making decisions. I'm a man of the people. I'll put the people first.
2: You give it a red hot go, I'm sure.
1: Look, can I be worse than D-Trump? Surely not. Surely Surely not. Surely not. But anything else? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Advertiser, like making ads. I think that'd be pretty fun. You could be an ad man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could create get some ads for the people. Mm. You know, get some going. Get some people buying subway or <laughs> tissues, whatever. Podcast.
2: Listen to the Listen to I Miss man.
1: oh I guess I could do some ads for that. Yeah. I
2: guess you could. Right, yeah. So I'll ask you, is there anything you think you'd be really good at, you just never get around to trying or, you know, can't devote the time to? For me, Dylan, there's one particular thing that I've always thought I could be really, really good at, but I just just don't, never bothered really getting into it. Mini-golf. I've always had it in my mind that I could be a fantastic mini-golf player, perhaps even turn pro, but I just don't devote like the time to it. What do you reckon?
1: Is there a thing? Is Well, is there such a thing as pro mini golf? We'll get First. into that, Dylan. We'll get into that, okay? okay. okay.
2: So I love playing the sport. You and I have played a few times. Um, but generally, it's just a fun thing I do on holidays, maybe once or twice a year. Um, a friend comes to town. We go find the, the nearest mini golf links. Yeah, that's, this what, friend. that's what With we do. friend
1: did. right here. But, and I'm not very good. Like, I'm not the best at it. But well, I think I could be, if I tried. Oh, man, if you put in the hours, I think definitely, wouldn't you? You'd have to get good at it. And pretty good at it, yeah. You'd hope so, yeah.
2: Um, so mini golf's on my mind for that reason, just in general. But I've also organised the workplace Christmas party this year. Guess what? We're doing mini golf.
1: Hello. Um, Same place that we went?
2: No. Different place. <gasps> but the place I've been to before, but it's near the workplace. So that's, that makes more sense. But there are more and more mini-golf places springing up around Brisbane all the time. Um The one we went to in the city was actually one opening up at Champside, Dylan. So, perfect. No yeah, for me. I
1: that again. It's our favourite area, isn't it, old Champs? We, we
2: love that part of Brisbane. Um but All this mini-golf talk in my, in my life at the moment, it's got me thinking, how much do I know about mini-golf? I mean, on a surface level, I guess we all know it's a small version of big golf. Uh, but... I've never really thought about it
1: more than that. I've, I've taken it for granted in my life. How much do you know, Dylan? What's your mini golf experience? I mean, I know nothing about its origins or anything. Uh, I just know it's uh, it's funner than golf. I, I, you know? you putting that, that out I'm there, aren't you? That opinion out there. You've been playing a bit of golf recently, haven't you? Well, I played golf last week.
2: How so. did you go?
1: I didn't do as bad as I thought I would, to be honest. Yeah. So I was pretty happy with it. I had a few good drives. I That's good. Yeah, off tee off. Yeah.
2: I went to the driving range up in Toowoomba, one of the driving ranges up there, with our good friend Trevor once. Hello. Is it was okay? I think I prefer mini golf, <laughs> to be honest.
1: Oh, yeah, mini golf's definitely better yeah. than driving range. Did you go to the driving range that has mini golf there?
2: Yeah, I think we did mini golf afterwards.
1: The one at City?
2: Uh, no, not that one. This one is out around Carney Springs. Oh, okay, because
1: mm. they got a driving range at, at uh, City York. In the city,
2: yeah, I think they've no. I haven't been there yet, but I need to correct that. It's all oh, mini golf. Go.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Um, all right. After today's episode, you and I are going to be experts on mini golf, Dylan. Uh, we're going to go into the history of the sport. We're going to look at some professional associations and tournaments, a few fun facts, um, and of course some pop culture outings for the. Sport of mini kings, as I like to call it. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay. I always call it mini golf. Do you want to give it other names? What do you do? you go by putt-putt? No, or like mini that? golf? Yeah, mini golf. Nah. It sounds better to me.
1: Yeah, I've never called it putt-putt. Oh, I prefer mini golf. Yeah. Yeah, There are I a few other the names. There elegance about it.
2: There, really, there definitely is. Putt-putt kind of sounds amateurish or childish to me.
1: Yeah, definitely. It sounds like a baby word for mini golf
2: but putt yeah exactly but I don't, don't mind that much people call that um some other names for mini golf miniature golf I guess go whole hog there makes sense um mini putt goofy golf which nah. you would like you love goofy. oh hello
1: alright we're calling a goofy golf yeah there we go that's
2: brilliant
1: love it
2: uh crazy golf midget golf which I don't think you get away with saying that these days no
1: ooh no, yeah. probably not, right? Probably um,
2: not. Shorties,
1: which I don't mind, actually. Thrown around a shorties. I still think Goofy Golf's the best one so far. Extreme Golf, Adventure Golf,
2: Putter Golf. Don't like that. Um, par 3 Golf or Pee Wee Golf is also thrown around. Pee Wee sounds very American, doesn't it? They do their Pee Wee football and stuff. Hmm. It's just interesting. I always thought of mini golf. I didn't know there were all these other crazy names for it, like Goofy Golf. Um, mm. Could you just give us a brief understanding of the aim of the game, Dylan?
1: Well, the aim of the game is to get your golf ball in the hole in as little strokes as possible, kind of like golf. But the gimmick is there's obviously a lot of obstacles in your way.
2: Yes, that's fine. That, you either,
1: have to, yeah, that you either have to go around or go through or... Mm-hmm. They can be uh, gimmick themed, let's say. Yes, Or they and can just be straight up obstacles. Mm. Yeah, so we'll go into it. But there are some that are more like just
2: like putting practice with maybe a bump or a a pipe or something. That is man It's kind of more to get your your putting skill up to scratch in the geometrics of the course. And there are some that are more entertainment focused, sort of theme parks almost with real gimmicks. So. Where do you fall on that? Do you like the, the ones that are more skill-based or the ones that are more fun-based?
1: I really don't have a preference, to be honest. I mean, maybe the fun-based ones more. Mm-hmm. Like that one we went to it had, like, Forrest Gump ones. It <laughs> had, like, a bloody, like, uh, little, like, a money one that, like, money was flowing around everywhere. It was, like, a King Kong one. Yeah. That's fun.
2: That was good. Yeah. Um... That was not, It was a small area, but was, they made up for it by having some fun aspects to it, a little movie theme. That was cool. Oh, yeah.
1: All is no it's bang. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I like how they they generally go nine or eighteen holes to keep that sort of golf 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 theme going. Um, <laughs> and it is it's family entertainment really, or fun factor more than um, competition based for the most part. Yeah. Um, our friends of Wikipedia tell us that the game uses artificial putting surfaces such as carpet, artificial turf or concrete, a geometric layout often requiring non-traditional putting lines such as bank shots which is like um, back shots, like rebound shots, um, and artificial obstacles such as tunnels, tubes, ramps, moving obstacles such as windmills, and walls of concrete, metal or fiberglass. Um, yeah, I think generally the ones that we would go to here in Australia are more of the fun entertainment ones that you go on holidays where it's there are, you know, family entertainment style.
1: That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: History. You're wondering how this got started, aren't you, Dylan?
1: I am. I am. More than anything, please <laughs> indulge me.
2: So there's an article on the 8th of June 1912. The Illustrated London News introduced a mini golf course. Uh, and they called it golf which they really nailed it from the get-go, didn't they? That name? Golf-ticle. <laughs> golf <Golf-sticle. laughs>
1: Yeah, okay. I, so, I, I, still, I still... Goofy golf, mate. That's, that's still the pinnacle. You really something. enjoying
2: that, aren't you? Really? Yeah, for know, some reason. It's
1: my boy. He's immortalised. <laughs>
2: um, So looking around the earliest 20th century, and so, you know, in the year 2022, we're about 100, 120 years... Into the great sports. That's, that's fun. i um, done some research though, and I found a really great um, historical lecture by a, a writer. So, her name's June Melby, and mm. she's from a family who owned a mini golf um, course, which they used to run every summer. It's pretty fascinating. She wrote a book about it, which is really cool. Um, okay. But yeah, so a lot of the history here, they're saying that the very first mini golf courses were just putting practice. And so they'll just have like a little putting area next to the main golf course, which makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
2: So, is that really is that the origin of mini golf, or is that just like a precursor sort of thing? Hard to say. Mini golf, as we know it, didn't come around until the nineteen twenties or so. Um, oh. But this 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 got me thinking though. Like, where did golf really come from? It's a weird sport, isn't it? <laughs> Think about it. Bit
1: of an odd one. Bit of an one. Yeah, <laughs> yes. hitting a small ball with metal clubs, yeah. 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 So it's from,
2: from Scotland of all places. I, I didn't really understand that. I think I knew that much. I knew Scotland, but it's weird to think of yeah. Scotland of all places, eh? Hey. Um there. Sure. It's hard to really say when like the ancient forerunners, so a lot of different sports. I think people, you know, just like games, this sort of game. It's like saying when did soccer start, given that even ancient times were getting the pig bladder or whatever and, and kicking it around an <laughs> area. So, you know, goes way back, but pretty much the beginnings of golf was in the 15th century in Scotland. Um, the first 18-hole course was in St. Andrews in 1764. And then the British Open tournament uh, was about hundred years later in 1860. So from then on, it got, you know, it took about 50 years for the real mini version to be going, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, one problem, though, obviously, we come across is the turf and the surface for the mini golf. Get yourself ready for a great name, okay? You ready?
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thomas McCulloch Fairbairn. Fairban, Sorry. you are so great I couldn't say it properly. <laughs> um, right. He invented an artificial green um, and also added some artificial bunkers, curves and water hazards. And this led to the mini-golf boom, Wikipedia tells us. That said, our good friends of Wikipedia, they say this. I'm not loving their references because every link went to a website that didn't exist. So.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Strike three, Wikipedia, you're out. I give you're them all my money, Dylan, and way. look what
2: happens, you know. <sighs>
1: Disgraceful behavior by Wikipedia.
2: I can't, I can't properly source this, but they did say that um, there's a mini golf tournament in honor of um, Fairbairn held each summer at the Metro golf course Pirate Island. Pretty cool name, and that's okay. on Seven Mile Island in, in New Jersey. New Jersey, New Jersey, yeah, okay. oh. and they say the proceeds from this tournament are donated to find a cure for multiple sclerosis. So that's that's great. Love that. Right definitely yeah. um that's it. the first standardized mini golf courses Wikipedia does tell us, and I think this is pretty accurate um to enter commercial mass production where the thistle do that's thistle as in t h uh, i s t l e and sure d as in d h d h u but it means this'll do great name it's I love it actually should sure. I think about it now'll it out loud, <laughs> not the best, yeah. You know. <laughs> This will do, of course, in 1916 in Pinehurst, North Carolina, and then the 1927 Tom Thumb Patent of Garnet Carter from Lookout Mountain, Tennessee. To go into more detail, I mentioned that lecture I listened to, and I'm going to add it into our show notes if you want to have a listen. If you, anyone else wants to listen to a half-hour lecture about the history of mini golf, <laughs> please do. And I'm, I'm not going to... the option's there. I'm not going to just repeat everything that's in there, so you know that's where the meat is of this thing um part though was that there's this planning community basically it was a fairly rocky area and mm-hmm. because it was very rocky they sort of were when they were planning the community they were kind of making it like a fairy tale sort of themed i guess because the rocks looked yeah. like it was from a fairy tale i guess that makes sense um <laughs> yeah and the sort of gimmick was that the um fairy tale statues and stuff were put around the community um, as they were building it, though, I think they're building a golf course nearby. They found that the kids were getting quite bored, um, and, and slash the people were getting bored because the min, the real golf course wasn't yet. And I think it was difficult to build because it was rocky as well. There's a bit of confusion. Sure. Yeah, lost the history exactly where it started. So they started a mini golf area, which is a bit easy to build, and they kept yep. the fairy tale theme, and they took some of the statues and whatever from the community and put them on the course. So the, the point that, that June makes in the, in the lecture is that there's this sort of family entertainment, fantastical, whimsical element right from the beginning. Um, as sure. you mentioned, gimmicky. So that's, that's kind of fun, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. That's what makes mini-golf mini-golf.
2: They reckon by the late 1920s, there were over 150 rooftop, rooftop courses in New York City alone and tens of thousands across the United States. Up to 30,000, Dylan. It's a lot, isn't it? It
1: took the US, took the US by a storm. Oh, mini golf.
2: Yes. And I mean, playing mini golf on a New York rooftop sounds amazing, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a hell of a view for yeah, sure. Exactly. I think that'd be really fun.
2: Yeah, up there. I mean,
1: what else was there to do during those <laughs> days anyway? <really? laughs> this would have been blowing people's minds. <laughs> We're going to go into a second.
2: We're going to talk about the reasons why it was so popular. But that, I think that's the big thing, isn't it? <laughs> There's no yeah, phones. No Netflix back then.
1: No. No
2: video no, games. No one's no. playing PS4. No. No,
1: definitely not. <laughs> not those days. No way.
2: Um, but you're right. There was a massive um, boom. Also, talking a little bit, I didn't go into much research depth in this part. But like, it was the era of fads. So the 1920s, we know now as the Roaring Twenties, and mm. kind of a, 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 an age of decadence after the war and after the Spanish flu, people were going a bit crazy, and then it all came crashing down in the Depression in around 1929, 30. And I think, and like, a lot of dances became very popular, people going, and Prohibition was around, but like people, you know, I think because they were so restricted in terms of alcohol, people were going a bit crazy with other fans as well, you know. Um, Sure. Yeah, like lots of dancers would come and everyone would do the dance, and then a new dance come along. Mini golf, I think, was kind of in that. It was a huge fad. Everyone got into it really, really intensely for a little while. And then one day, like, why are we so invested in this mini golf <laughs> situation? <laughs> oh, it's because we didn't have uh, TVs, <laughs> <laughs>
1: pretty much.
2: Yeah. Um, and not to mention that the Depression um, obviously took away a lot of purchasing power and, and discretionary sort of funding people had to, to do fun stuff. Um, And they were, most of them were closed or demolished by the end of the 1930s. And then obviously the war got involved a bit as well, I'm guessing, took away a bit of people's attention. Oh, maybe just slightly, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, But back to the boom. Um, In the lecture, Gene mentions that President Hoover got the Marines to build him a course. I feel like the Marines have better stuff to do than build the president a um, mini golf course.
1: Uh, I would argue that if I was a Marine, and I had the choice between going to war and possibly dying or building a mini golf course with the president. I'd probably choose the mini golf course to be honest. And
2: are you stretching that one out? You're just getting getting so involved. Oh, it's gonna take five oh, months yeah, at least,
1: mate. mate. I'll just be like, Oh mate, this eighteen it's just it's a prick to finish. We just you can't get the lay right, you know. Yeah. The mate. hole's too big, it's too easy, no, we're gonna to have to redo this whole thing. Yeah, we think it might restart it actually. Yeah. Yeah, it might be easier just to redo the whole course, to be honest, yeah. Um, they're
2: also putting them on cruise liners, mini golf courses. Um, they're doing them near airports and train stations. People missing their missing their train because they were too busy golfing, apparently. Okay, all right. Um, and there, there are some newspaper articles. And I, I find it interesting, looking back in history, we talk about, we use the um, newspaper articles as a barometer of how people are going and what they're thinking. So it's interesting because I don't feel like necessarily that the newspapers of today directly record how people feel and think about things. Like they do to a certain degree, but we all know how shit a lot of newspapers are. So time for them, oh. you know. So anyway, what they were saying here though was that it was, you know, at least one newspaper said that mini-golf was the only thing keeping the country going during the Depression.
1: Oh, goodness. What a hero mini-golf is. <laughs> um, that's
2: it. Fair enough people need a bit of entertainment during... The depression and at least during the beginning years of the depression it was still fairly cheap um especially compared to other things they reckon it's going for about 50 cents um around a mini golf and this is the era Dang. era where going to the movies was 25 cents the old nickelodeons you know nickel nickel for a price of the movie ticket um is
1: that what nickelodeon is based off of
2: that's, that, that, that's my understanding, yeah. You'd go to the Nickelodeon because it costs 25 cents a nickel to go watch the movies. Well, I'm I didn't Yeah, I yeah. There you go. And I think the company took the name a lot later. But yeah. Of oh, course. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of not quite the same here still, but going to the movies, what's that about? Between 15 and 20 bucks at the moment Oh. in I Australia.
1: Mean, B-Max, 25, right?
2: Well, <laughs> fair enough.
1: If you're gonna go to the
2: movies, go to the movies, mate. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Well, in that sense, it's it's still fairly equivalent. I think most golf places yeah. around here are between twenty and twenty five bucks to get into for a round, so Ooh, mm.
1: okay. At
2: least in Brisbane. I Maybe mean, it's a bit different
1: up in T bar. Yeah, I haven't been there for a while. I think it was I think it was fifteen or twenty, something oh, like that. Yeah.
2: yeah, you go. I think the one we went to in Brisbane I think was that's a bit that's different it. as well 'cause it's you know, it's got a bar and stuff involved, so um, wow, true Yeah, So it's a bit more expensive than going to the movies But also you're getting a bit of fun More fun out of it Back in the 1930s um, As I mentioned, sure. alcohol was less available During the Prohibition era I'm not going to say it wasn't available Because it definitely was But, you know yeah. <laughs> It was a bit harder to get, get your hands on it um,
1: If you wanted it, you could get your hands on it Let's <laughs> put it that way
2: <laughs> If you knew a guy If you knew the right right, If you knew a guy, you
1: knew a guy he knew a guy, yeah.
2: I reckon you'd have no trouble, Dylan, if you had to find alcohol
1: back then. Oh, mate, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd go through the slums. I'd find the dirtiest dogs to deal with, you know me. Not, not to mention
2: maybe making some of your own. Some moonshine, perhaps.
1: If I had to, if I had to. I reckon I you might could. have to go that way. Hmm. <laughs> Possibly.
2: Um, that was, it was really popular, what we're getting at. They were worried that the baseball crowds were down. Um, and they're also worried that the young boys were playing too much mini-golf um, rather than baseball. So what's the next generation of baseballs? Where are they going to come from? Too busy, bloody, hitting little balls around.
1: Uh, what a frustrating time it must have been. <laughs> but that's the, the national worry. <laughs> um, they're also supposedly um, movie crowds were down
2: and some studios were making their stars sign contracts saying they won't play mini-golf or won't be seen taking pictures oh at the mini-golf course. Oh, my Jeez. Um, and another reason that they, they think it was so successful back then, and I think this probably still stays true today, the mini-golf, is that men and women can play together, and they're pretty equal at it because it's a game of skill. It's not really strength-based, you know?
1: No, it's more accuracy, yeah.
2: Mm. Um, and so it's a good place for a, for a date if you're you know young in love, even right. old in love.
1: Bit of fun, bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah,
2: and it, assuming your kids are you know relatively old and can can um, swing a swing a putt, can hold a club. Yeah. yeah, they can play too. So the whole family can get involved. That's cool. Um, some fashion designers were putting designs in the newspapers, being like, "This is what you should wear. This is what all the cool cats are wearing to the the mini golf." arena okay um, there's also the sheet music for a song that was called i'm putt putt putting on the dinky links all day so couldn't
1: find the song is it a good chain no i um, couldn't find it. Okay. couldn't find it
2: but i wish make that a life goal to get that and, and release it again
1: might be just one of those lost medias yeah maybe might be gone forever um shame that is
2: so, we mentioned a few reasons why it, it was um, ending by the end of the 1930s, uh, the Depression got worse, and so people had less money to spend, The reason, um, the fad is over, people are like, used to it, still popular enough I guess, but like you used to now, um, they, she didn't say this exactly, but the war did take away some of the um, people and interest I suppose. Uh, another thing was dance halls, they were getting more popular. And so the idea was that young people would rather go for a dance than
1: mini golf. The fuck was wrong with them?
2: I know what I'd choose. You
1: gave me the well, mate. If you gave me the choice between playing mini golf and dancing, ten times out of ten, I would pick mini golf.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Agreed. That's Agreed. my
1: stance, and I'm going to stand by it.
2: So 1940s onwards. Um, interesting what happens with mini golf okay so um we've sort of got two things going we've got people wanting to build the more skill based geometric based courses but also mm-hmm. people kind of falling in the in the disney land slash disney world um craze amusement park craze going down that route sure. yeah. yeah um
1: yeah.
2: I will mention that in World War Two, they reckon the soldiers were still making their own courses when they were overseas in the war. Pretty fun. Got some downtime, okay. I guess.
1: Wow, mate. Might as well. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? <laughs>
2: um, also, they, they apparently they they shipped some courses over to Vietnam when they were in, in that war as well. Um, I guess sure. <laughs> um, it's interesting, like. It's funny history doesn't just always happen in one string line and things happening in one part of the history also affects everything else, right? Mm. Gene mentioned that nineteen fifties, after the war, car culture went crazy in the US. The whole oh, idea was right. that <laughs> you know what it's like.
1: Went nuts. American graffiti, everyone. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. And not to mention the advertising of the day, and maybe you would know this if you ever go into advertising yourself, Dylan, it was, it was pointing families towards having the, the Sunday drive or the road trip. And, you know, it's mum, dad, two kids, let's go somewhere. Let's explore our country in our car that we have bought. So it's less about just living in the city we're in at the moment and taking a train. It's like, no, we're driving the highway.
1: Let's contribute uh, a large money, a large amount of money to the economy yes. and then uh, go on a trip
2: yes exactly and what we do on the highways of, of america we put roadside attractions um mm. and often mini golf was involved there um really
1: yeah what as, a, as a, been world's biggest things
2: that's <laughs> that's part of it eh? i think that's kind of still kind of true in australia mini golf, like i've been to some they're in cities but also there are some that you tell to drive on the way and like um, I went to one in like Stanthorpe sort of area where it's like like a maze and a mini golf area, um, so I like yeah. Jersey sort of thing. And, and the one being the coast, I guess, pretty the same actually. So
1: yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, it's the cost is really in building it in the first place. After that, it's yeah. pretty much just maintaining it, and that's easy enough.
2: Yeah, and people are looking for things to do on their holidays and, some, oh, and the kids yeah. for a couple of oh. hours, you know.
1: Yeah, everyone's up for mini golf. Everyone. I agree. I've never seen someone turn it down, money Never in my life. No.
2: In fact, well, actually, actually, Dylan, don't. My, my good friend Erica, I said to her that we were going to. I was going to do this episode this weekend, so I was like, I'm hoping to squeeze a game beforehand, so I'm I'm up to date with my mini golf knowledge. She said no.
1: She's wiped. <laughs> um. To be she, fair, she doesn't get to be your friend anymore. No, to be no, fair, no, not to be fair, no. If I may, All right. what's fair?
2: What's she fair? was coming to the trivia night with me that we won, so I was already asking a lot of her. But that said, trivia, mini golf,
1: mini golf every day, every day. Again, ten out of ten, mini golf <laughs> rather than trivia.
2: What would you do instead of mini golf? What is what's what something you would do in, in you would choose over mini golf?
1: Getting married. Maybe. 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 It's a big if. So it's your wedding day Maybe.
2: in the morning, and I tell you, I reckon we could squeeze in a quick round, <laughs> but it might go over. You might miss the miss the event. What do you reckon? What would you
1: do? So even the fact that I'm tossing it up is <laughs> probably not a good sign. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go mini golf now. Oh, yeah. The fact that I showed hesitation. Yeah.
2: I, I, I'd have to tell her. I'm sorry. You fail the test.
1: That's what. If she's really my true love, she'd understand. She'd be there with you. Let's face it. (laughs) Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, golf, that'd be a great place for a a wedding reception, wouldn't it? Uh, Yeah. It it could be a bit of a busy line. Yeah, you need to book it out. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Keep it in mind. But, you know, if there's two different courses at the same place, I reckon you can do it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's actually a company called Putt Putt. And that's where the name was very popular and the name sort of spread from there and it's almost become a name for the whole sport. Not into it? Bad name. Yeah. Bad
1: name. Bad name.
2: Well, Don Clayton, he wanted to um, have a focus, as we Pete tells us, a focus on treating mini golf seriously, emphasizing skill and player improvement. Most of the putt-putt routes were two-par holes involving ramps or angled blocks that could be mastered in one go through practice. So I feel a bit bad for saying putt-putt's the bad name, but still. It's still the
1: bad name. (laughs) Goofy golf, mate. Goofy (laughs) golf. You're going to lead into it, don't you?
2: Well, that's what um, Ralph Loma and his brother Al did. They had a company um, which made some more impressively designed courses
1: with... Castles, the classic windmill, which gets a lot of a go oh, in pop culture, doesn't it? Um Oh mate. If you had to make a Mount Rushmore of mini golf obstacles, oh, yeah. the windmill has to be there. It Absolutely.
2: Be. That's the Washington, isn't it?
1: Oh mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Every day. Nothing even comes close. It's it's
2: possible you're on there twice, let's face it.
1: <laughs> Could be. Could be, yeah.
2: Um so you can thank the, thank the Lama boys for that one. Um, I, the sources for this one, I'm not sure on, but apparently Lama claimed that one course was built in a federal penitentiary and another aboard an aircraft carrier. Um, he reckons he made nearly 6,000 miniature golf courses in all. I'm telling Dylan, if I'm going to jail, there's a mini golf course there, I'm happy. I'm laughing.
1: Here's the thing. Why would you give prisoners access to blunt weapons? That's that's all I'm going to put out there, you know?
2: I I didn't read this. And, I would ha- have to think it's one of those minimum security ones. People have done tax fraud and stuff, you know? Like,
1: oh, you would think so. Yeah. White collar crimes. Yeah yeah. 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 But again, still, it can, depends how competitive you are. It could be a tense situation. Someone could snap at any point. Just saying. That'd be, a, that'd
2: be a fun movie.
1: <laughs> Prisoner's paying mini-golf and one of them snaps and beats the other one. <laughs> I don't know about that that's bit, but... Fun, is it? Nah, you're right.
2: Um, yeah, so Don won a game of skill, but the Loma boys were more into the big, fun attractions. You know, that's... Mm. I would have to think, unfortunately, to Don, the Lomas have won out, historically, haven't they? For the most part.
1: Yeah. Sadly. Oh
2: well. Um Do it's been a bit this? been a bit American focused. Sorry about that.
1: Um please <laughs> please <laughs> note Dylan. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. what? Well so sorry we had to focus on America, God. The Europeans, mate, love the sport.
2: Can you ever guess which European country bloody can't get enough? Italy. Ooh. Not sure about Italy.
1: I was looking for Sweden. Sweden Does that track The okay. Swedes? Sure. One once, <laughs> right? Um,
2: Wikipedia. You'd have to think they're right on this one. They've said that the Swedish mini golf federation, the Svenska Van Golf <laughs> Gave them my best shot, was founded in 1937. <laughs> being the oldest mini-golf sport organisation in the world. National Swedish Championships mini-golf have been played yearly since 1939. They didn't care about the war. Whatever to them.
1: They won't worry. No. They played mini-golf.
2: I know. I don't know if they did during COVID. Probably did. They probably found a way. Um, Our countries' mini-golf sports federations were not founded until the late 1950s. And a lot of that was due to the post war economical depression. Sweden's whatever. We're doing it. Mini golf's our thing. Respect. You you respect respect the Swedes, don't you? You can't get enough. (laughs) Absolutely. Who wouldn't? Um, Very briefly, we're going to talk about professional associations and tournaments. So, Sweden also houses the World Mini Golf Sport Federation, the WMF. Maybe there's an S in there. I think there'll be Anyway. It's in Gothburg. In, uh, <laughs> Members of the Global Association of International Sport Federations. Okay, so they're part of this. I look this up, okay? is actually where all the actual real sports report to, like Olympic sports, boxing, cricket, right. and so on, right? Mini golf right. is there as well as a member. And you have to think, you have to think when they get together that mini golf gets bullied, you know, by the biggest sports. It's them Oh I'm, uh, by golf especially, I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> Absolutely. Tricking the scene to each other and, and golf's like just oh, why are they put me near them <laughs>
0: Yeah. We thought you like each other,
2: no we hate them.
1: No. They make a joke out of our sport. They do windmills and <laughs> bloody King Kongs and shit—it's fucking ridiculous. I'm just thinking they're having the big, big conference every year. It's them
2: and chess and frisbee, and they're just getting their heads flushed and wedgies. and <laughs> you can just see it happening. All the jocks from the real sports, you know. Yeah. Get this though. My sport of choice, rugby league, is only an observer to the global association. That's just—that's fucked up.
1: Okay. Many girls better than rugby league. Okay. Sorry.
2: Well, Sorry. Here's, here's some other examples of observer sports, okay? And see if you think they match up with rugby league, which is a real sport people actually play mm. in their competition and stuff. Pole dancing. Poker. As in? Jump rope. Yeah. They're observers. Rugby league should, l- should be member, okay? Nah. No. Nah. You push hey, my yeah. buttons. I know you <laughs> are. I'm not going to take it.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Good on you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're all right. Um, Here in Australia, we have the Australian Mini Golf Association. Not a great deal of information about them, but they exist. They've got a Facebook page. That's good.
1: Good for them. Mm, That's what I'll say.
2: Now, got a few random facts here, um, and then we'll go into some more of the um, pop culture references, or well, some of these are kind of same. Okay. In the US, Dylan, National Miniature Golf Day is held yearly on the second Saturday of May. Fair enough?
1: Absolutely. It's
2: more than fair. I, I, I took that as gospel, but then I read another website. And it said that September 21 is mini golf day internationally. Maybe there's an American specific day in a worldwide day, but that just seems like it's confusing to me. We just have one day.
1: Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Silly, silly. Let's make it international.
2: Yeah. Um, the 2023 World Championships have been announced. Have a guess where they're going to be held.
1: So we're in Europe. Find one yes. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm doubling down on Italy. Here we go. <laughs> It'd be Let's go, boys. Funny if that was the case.
2: But no, Sweden. They took it. Uh, <laughs> Bloody Sweden. Fine.
0: Oh, um,
2: goodness. Now, I don't know what your knowledge of um, Quebec um, Cable Sports Network um, is, 1990s. You up to date
1: with that? Oh, Extensive. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well for the listeners then I'll say, but you already know this. Um the yeah, Fee yeah. Mini Putt was a weekly show on, on this channel in Quebec.
1: Of course, yeah. Yeah. You know the one, yep.
2: yeah. It the I first, that. yeah. It was the first it was the first professional miniature golf tournament yeah. to be really, regularly broadcast in Quebec.
1: Regularly broadcast in Quebec, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the
2: one. Yeah. I I couldn't see any others broadcast around the world. They probably probably have been. I looked up on my KO, which is like the sporting app down here in Australia. It's got all the sports on Foxtel and stuff. Couldn't find a mini golf. Yeah, a bit rough. No, it's just just Quebec at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, each course had exactly the same design on this show, um, with some natural tweaks. Every hole was a par two, which I guess is fun. Um, sure. Yeah. The mini part franchise used the minimalist design featuring only hills, bunkers, and a few obstacles. So they're more on the, the Clayton side, the Don side, you know?
1: Yeah, they're not windmilling or anything like they're that. They're not going really.
2: too exotic, as one Wikipedia says, no, which I guess nah, is why way I put nah. it.
1: Nah. <laughs> not going tunnels or Egyptian tombs, nothing like that. No, nah, no. Nah. And you'll you know this,
2: Dylan, of course, but for the listeners out there, Absolutely. I'm going to link a episode on YouTube. There's a few episodes on YouTube. Um,
1: yeah.
2: It was nice. I watched, I watched like, the first 10 minutes of it, Um Couldn't understand the words because it was in French, obviously.
1: Uh, (laughs) You just have to move past that at some point. You just have to enjoy the spectacle of it, really. Well,
2: I was enjoying the spectacle. The commentary was a bit non stop, but I think what you could actually do is turn the sound off and maybe just play some of your favourite music, maybe get some ethereal sort of stuff going. Um, Because, as as I mentioned, it was very like middle-list design, and it's just watching Mm -hmm. these guys just putt. It was actually kind of like slow TV, you know, just like relaxing as opposed to. You no know, other TV, which can be quite intense.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of fun. Some don't need to be televised, like darts. Yeah. I don't need to see that shit. <laughs> it's just everyone going for triple 20s every time. It's yeah. fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. This was nice. It had, it had a sort of nice, nice feel to it. The vibes are very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's very relaxing. Nice hangout show, isn't it?
2: Yeah, get the boys around, have some beers, sink some <laughs> beers, sink some holes on the TV. it would be good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I looked at some fun facts, and I have got those linked in the in the show notes. But the idea of glow in the dark miniature golf courses began in Scandinavian countries, um, especially Finland.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, since these northern countries experience months of very short days and long nights, the glow ball and glow courses allow them to endure the game
1: all year round and be outdoors. Pretty cool. Pretty cheeky. not yeah. There's one at the um at the Gold case, that one of the holes is, uh, is a fluoro one. You I've
2: been to cool. one like that, like in a warehouse sort of thing. You've been to that one?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's got like a dinosaur theme, Egyptian theme, mm-hmm. and then like normal theme outside. Yep, yep. yeah. Cool.
2: I've been there. I've got a picture of me. I was wearing a cool shirt and it came up because it was you know, the black light sort of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it King Tut's? Part, part cool? That might be it, actually. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get amongst that. Good course. Let's go. All right. This instant, Dylan. Meet
2: you
1: there. All right. Okay. See you soon.
2: Um, Okay. We're going into pop culture soonish, but you might remember a show from 2021 called Holy Moly on Channel 7
1: down here in Australia, Dylan. Did you watch this? Never even heard of it, Lonnie. Wow. Wow. I don't watch free-to-air garbage. It's a different world, isn't it? Free-to-air TV. (laughs) It is. It is, Yeah. (laughs)
2: um this is based off an australian show of the same name and it, it's to describe it to you i would say it's like a wipeout do you ever watch wipeout
1: oh yeah i did watch Wipeout. yeah
2: it's like that with mini golf um and a bit like ninja warrior yeah. as well that sort of obstacle courses along as, as well as playing mini golf um to me it feels like just do a fun mini golf show like the one in quebec don't give me those bullshit about having to jump through a muscle course and the land in water and stuff, when you could just be doing the, the fun stuff, the mini-golf stuff. But
1: Mini-golf's fun enough. Don't oversaturate it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, It didn't get great ratings, um, <laughs> surprisingly. I couldn't find episodes of the standard show, but I did find um, Holy Moly Junior, where the kids were playing. Um <laughs> The kids just do the mini goal, from what I can see, at least in the first um, rounds. But it's their parents who have to do the wipeout aspect. And, so, and if they, the parent fails, they get like a penalty um, on their strokes, which is kind of fun. So the, the kid's just trying to do like a, an average shot, but then the parent's like on a zip line <laughs> trying to hang on. How <laughs> um, And... There's like Rob Riggle, you might know, the American actor slash comedian, was like one of the hosts, and Matt Shervington as well, the Australian um, former athlete, and they're doing the, the wipeout commentary on the sidelines, and it's awful, it's just really bad, and like, it's are like, watch out, mum, when she's hitting the wall, that sort of thing, it's just, just terrible. That's what I first Dance thought. That's what I first thought. Ooh, when I started watching I it, and I found it, it was kind of fun, actually, after a little while. <laughs> All right. Okay. The kids were like a bit precocious, but you know, if you're a little kid who's like seven or eight and you're on TV, like you don't get there unless you are pretty out there and you know willing to act up from the camera.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, there's one thing where there's like a windmill, which I guess makes sense given the context that we're in. And the windmill, what do you call them? What are the actual
1: branches? I don't know. The mills. The mill. Are they the mills? no probably not <laughs> the branches did you say <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean that's going around the fan the fan the, fan, the, the big f- fan
2: <laughs> that's going around and you've got to try and run through that to get into um inside the windmill for the parent there's no way in the world they were able to do that because it's a really small area and it's just gone so fast ran <laughs> enough you got whacked off and he like dislocated his shoulder or something you landed really bad oh my outside. goodness <laughs> jesus um, of course, you he's, he's there getting treated by paramedics. The drama Dylan. The drama is just crazy. Um, of course, television people and producers of this sort of, you know, quasi reality TV show, they're so bad. They're awful. Next minute, the mum's there and she, like, subs in. And
1: they're like, do it for dad. Do it for dad. <laughs> Terrible. Dad's about to sue. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's
2: like, it's okay, mate. You just, just go see mum. I'm okay. Tell her I'm okay. Um, and that 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 kid actually got it in, so that's awesome. And oh. this other kid, he comes up and he's about to like he have got to do the the putt to actually get the ball in right after the obstacles. He starts revving the crowd up. He's like, "Yeah, come on, give me a cheer!"
1: And then he shakes it. <laughs> oh no! Tried before the fall. Yeah. Too much pressure on yourself. Come <laughs> on. Really funny. I'm um, pleased to know,
2: Dylan, holy moly, Australia was filmed here in Brisbane. How good's that? Oh, mate. Treasure of Australia obviously. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah, it's a, one of our landmarks. Um, it's not officially <laughs> renewed. The last info I have is that they're not making any more in Australia because I guess the ratings are mentioned, um, but they're keeping the course around in case other international versions want to come film here. I guess it's easier to keep the course going. Not, not get yeah, straight away.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Wikipedia tells us though, local residents have petitioned the Redland City Council to find a new site for any future Holy Molly filming because they were kept awake until 4 a.m. by noise during the filming of the first series. Just strange. Oh, it's all filmed at nighttime. You can film it during the day. Probably be fine. I guess it for the but still. That's Holy Molly for you. And you can watch that. I'll link the episode in our show notes if you want to get amongst that. Um, oh, yeah. I also watched a few little docos of mini golf, which we'll also add. They're only like two or three minutes long. Um, They're about the professional scene in the US. Um, The first one, there's a guy, he's a professional mini golf player. He's got the fakest name I've ever seen for a human being, Dylan. It's like a robot or an alien or someone who's trying to be a human. Has given himself a name.
1: Is it Jeff Human Man? (laughs) It's very close to that. Oh, no. Matt Male. <laughs> Is it spelled M-A-L-E? Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. Alien. Yeah. Well, I don't trust masters. him. I'm
2: sorry, mate. I don't trust you. No, you can't. Matthew Can Male. Um, anyway, yeah, he's giving the not go. Um, he had a very interesting hold of the club. But I don't know how you hold the club when you putt on the mini golf course, Dylan. I tend to go both hands together, just like regular, just sort of.
1: Oh go to. together. yeah,
2: He was having one hand up high on the club and one sort of lower down and sort of What's swinging it man? through. So one, I guess, for just, I guess, angle, one more for power.
1: Right. He's professional. Was he, kind of, was he, he wasn't hockey stick in it, was he? He wasn't happy Gilmore in it. <laughs> Not quite that, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah.
2: Anyway, there you go. That's Matt Mayo. Um, he reckons he spends up to 10 hours a day looking at the holes for prep like before a competition just like doing a go
1: notes. just looking at them just assessing
2: assessing reporting back you know making notes and making plans I guess get them in get put the hours in well um, oh, fair enough another guy reckons he'd won about 150k in prize money but it was over a long period of time
1: but still pretty good yeah, for playing, if I got money for playing mini golf, I'd be the happiest man in the world. Exactly, that's that's my thinking, Dylan. If I just put the effort in, or maybe I could do this
2: myself. Mm. Mm. It's a lot of effort to put in, though. Is this? Is <laughs> the issue? Uh, true. And my thing as well is that would would be playing it professionally take away the, the enjoyment you get from doing it for fun with your friends? You know, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. Um, along those lines, I mentioned that lecture I listened to for June Melby. She mentioned that like her family ran, the, the school teachers are parents, but we mentioned on this show before, the summers are so long over in the US, they had to get another job during the summer and they bought a mini golf course. And as a kid, it's a family business, she lost her summer working at the mini golf course. She didn't get her own summer, she had to like work for other people <laughs> to have their summer, you know? Well, now, I, don't, I don't know about you, I don't think about that enough. Like the people who get up their own time, to give us a fun time. It's, you know, they're getting paid for it. I'm not, not saying they're being forced into it, but it's just interesting how it all works out, hey. Eh? Yeah, definitely. It's like when you live at the beach or you live in New York City or something. Where do you go for holidays? Because you're already at the holiday spot. That's where you live. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, fair point, fair point.
2: Yeah. Um, well, very briefly, there's a pull this up on my other page. This here, it's a... Lonely Planet guide to the nine of the world's craziest mini golf courses. You'll
1: be interested. Okay. Any windmills? They all have to have at least one.
2: Yeah. Well, they're all themed. These ones. So we've got <laughs> in Thailand, we've got a Dino Park, which is dinosaur based. Pretty cool. Mm. Um, there is a Bubble Jungle Golf in the dark in Liederdorp in Netherlands, which is pretty fun. This is Glow in the Dark, um, but they've also got a murder mystery aspect. They've got to save the famous kidnap singer Diva Laguna from a certain death. Okay. Maybe a bit too much going on. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's this one in Illinois in the US, and Palatine is the city. Um, This guy is running a funeral home, but also in his basement. He's got a mini
1: golf course. No. Nah. No, you wouldn't go that no, one? No, thanks. No? I mean, I'll give anything a go once, but I won't be happy about it. I don't want to play near-dead bodies. That's weird. Apparently, they don't have golf on the days that when there's a service, which is good, I guess. <laughs> I don't think they're happy. Oh, no. You're around, death. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Just imagine to mix they... something that's so full of life, yeah, which
2: is mini-golf. Right. Yeah, even being near, like, next door would really not be right with it. Be a Just imagine you're not five. I reckon if you're there and you're like, you have to knock on the door during a funeral and be like, sorry, I, I lost my ball. Can I get another ball? <laughs> you're crying, <Randy. laughs> Oh no. Um, this one is one I want to mention especially. It's called the Can Can Wonderland. Um, it's got a, it's a bit like when we went to. It's inspired by pop culture areas. There's everything inspired, everything from hot Top time machine to a Wonderwall from Oasis, cool. Sure. The um the cool thing though, Dylan, is that this is based in Minneapolis slash Saint Paul,
1: famously the twin cities. Who could forget? <laughs> no one. <Nowhere. laughs> Legacy has been <laughs> cemented forever in one of our earliest podcast episodes. Uh, exactly.
2: Exactly. Um there's also one here in Edinburgh called Wizard Golf, which is very much based on Harry Potter but not saying Harry Potter. Which I think is oh. a good way to go these days.
1: Dirty knockoffs. <laughs> How dare they? Yeah. You... Just pay for the official licensing boys. No, Come no. on. Don't... don't give them money anymore. They oh. They've got enough. JK's got enough, you reckon? Yeah, just not preparing for.
2: Um now, I mentioned up top, and we always do this. We have got a, a pop culture. I'm wanted to do this on our on our show. You're probably wondering yeah, the other hint I gave you where that's coming into play, Dylan. It's probably worked out by now, haven't you? What was, what was the hint I gave you?
1: Rugrats. Rugrats.
2: <laughs> and you, you seem to know all the names and all the characters. You said you've watched Rugrats all grown up as well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You're a bit of a bit of aficionado on this this topic.
1: I, I, I definitely was back in the day. I used to watch it all the time. Love me some regrets, Good mate. show. Yeah. You, mate, great show. As you said, Tommy Pickles, everyone's hero. hero. Here are the people. He's the youngest but the bravest, you know? Yeah. What, what a main character. Can't go
2: past him. So there's an episode early on, season two, episode five. Um, there the two parts. And the second part of the episode was Ice Cream Mountain. Do you recall this one?
1: no no do tell run me through
2: the general idea is the kids want ice cream and so drew and Stu um are driving them to get ice cream while they're on their way though they spot the old mini golf course they used to play when they were kids and they start talking about it i are like you know what maybe we could just do a quick round before we get the <laughs> kids ice cream you know um and they start playing and as as their brothers they get quite competitive they forget the kids, but the kids are fine. They're off to on their own adventure. Um, <laughs> they're still keen for ice cream, and so they see that there's a uh, ice cream mountain on the course, which they mm. think is real ice cream. Once they get to it after a series mm. of adventures, it turns out it's fiberglass or, or whatever. Oh no! And like, oh, that's okay. The ice cream's just inside. It's not. <laughs> um. But funnily enough, that the owner has been a bit cheeky, and he's like promising a free round if you get a hole in one in on the last course, which is Ice Cream Mountain. But inside, yeah. it's one of those ones we hit through, and then it goes through to the like three different ports inside. He's yeah, yeah. he stuffed the two other sides, so students so, so people can only get through to not get the hole in one. But when the kids are inside, they obviously move it around, and so next minute everyone's getting free free rounds because they're getting holes in one. Classic Rugrats. Big. Classic rats. Um I was looking up um, information about this episode, and there's a, a Wikipedia um, or fandom wiki page not not official Wikipedia, but mm. one of those show Wikipedia. So, um, yeah, they seem to include a moral of the episode
1: on <laughs> every episode. Well, don't don't cheat people out of ice cream, obviously.
2: I'm going to read them out to you, Dolan, and they're actually they're they're perfect. Other thing, by the way, is that Drew and Stu realised they were being a bit too competitive and they forgot about the kids and that the reason they went out that day was to get the kids ice cream, not to play mini golf. <laughs> Might have made that good moral. Assumption. Good moral. The morals that listed on this website were always keep a promise to your kids. Love it. Number two. Scamming and cheating your customers will eventually come back to haunt you. That's what you said, pretty much. Absolutely. This last one a classic moral i think was one of aesop's fables actually one of his things that he said <laughs> jeez and it's, it's a classic tale it's, it's very very popular
1: it <laughs> must moral- be a good one you got you in stitches this one you haven't even said it yet
2: the moral here dylan is remember your goal of coming to a certain location <laughs> oh yeah, can't deny that. It's can a you? story we've all seen play out many times. Lord of the Rings. It's in the Bible, I'm pretty sure, actually.
1: Ah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's in every important story <laughs> since the dawn of man. I'm
2: Remember sure. your
1: goal of coming to a certain location,
2: and when you forget, it is the worst thing that could have happened to you. So,
1: <sighs>
2: nothing worse. Yeah. Nothing worse. Um. I know we've been off for a while, somehow. Um, just quickly, The Simpsons have had a few mini golf episodes in their time. Um, you might recall in the season two episode six, there was Dead Putting Society. With that that
1: Um Rod, uh, is it Rod or Todd? I think it's Todd. And yeah,
2: it's more about the, the Flanders and um, Homer are getting sort of get the kids to play out their battle for them, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah. It's the classic yeah. one where it's um where Lisa trains him and sort of um like try to kid style um philosophical training to be a golf player. What's a under sit- one hand clapping? <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> um the other famous Simpsons um mini golf um exponent is Homer and Marge getting doing the dirty in the windmill. Do you remember this?
1: Yes, yes, I do remember that. So they they first...
2: well, Homer was working there at the mini-golf tournament at the complex, Um, and he and uh, Marge got busy, ended up conceiving Bart in the windmill. So we had to get a real job, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, And then in Season 9, Episode 25, Natural Born Kisses, um, they're having trouble with their love life. They want to re- reignite the spark. they like, let's go back to where we, you know, where we found each other back in the day, where it all started. Um, and they try and do the deed again inside the windmill, but get stuck. And then they leave, but they're naked and they've got to run around town um, through the city naked. Funny stuff.
1: So let me know if you recall this. I think this was one of those episodes that Channel Ten used to advertise as like, Oh, the adults are only Simpsons. <laughs> yes. Only on at like eight thirty at night. Yeah, you remember that? I do remember yeah, this. And and I think in that episode they said
2: reading on online that was the first time they'd shown um, Marge's butt on screen.
1: It yeah. a bit naughty. I mean a bit. It's still the same. We're calling it adults only. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think like, Oh my god, is, is there boobs and vaginas and penises? This is why is this adults only? I'm not ready for this. It is very odd they used to do that. Do you think they did it sort but, of ironically or was it kind of a bit of it's hard to tell? I don't know, but they put it on a different time slot, so yeah. it wasn't really ironic in a way. It it's was very weird. odd. Yeah. Very odd. This it's just a normal episode of The Simpsons, really,
2: at the Pretty end Pretty much, day. yeah. And they they'd yeah. had some trouble. Like, I was reading a bit of the background of it. They were trying to get it through the senses and through the fox. Because they were like, it was one of the first, I think, it's episode 9, episode, season 9, episode 25. They've done it for a long time. Hmm. But the network were like, are we sure? Do you want to get naked? And it's, all the episodes about them having sex as well. Like, it's content is, is a bit yeah. more thematically
1: adult. Oh, I there's guess. been lots of episodes of them doing the dirty. And also, Marge has been on cover Playboy. Come on.
2: She got a boob job after this, I think, too. Remember that? Oh, hello. All right. Yeah. Bit cheeky of you. I'm just saying. I mean, I guess after a while, you've got to find new stuff to do. I don't know what the moral episode was. I think... I mean, it's the universal theme, every story. Remember your goal of coming to a certain location. Wow. And now, obviously, we can't go through every single um Example of mini-golf in, in film TV. Um, but the other one that comes to my mind is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You, you've watched some of this? A fair bit of
1: this? Half of this? I watch, watched the first few seasons, I'm pretty okay. sure. I haven't watched much of the later stuff. Fair enough.
2: I mean, you watch one season,
1: you kind of get it. But it's still, it's still good. <laughs> I, I did. I definitely did get it after the yeah. first few seasons. It's got a formula about yeah. it. But it's a good one. Works it is.
2: And yeah, no, they're nice and... Cool characters. Yeah, a good bunch of people. Um, the season four premiere, Captain Holt and um and Jake, Andy Sandberg's character, they're both in his Protection. And Captain Holt is working at Frank's Fun Zone, which is a mini golf slash arcade in Florida. Sure. And the episode yeah. is about him wanting to become the assistant manager, which is funny because he obviously is a captain in the New <laughs> York police department.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's fun, that's good stuff. He's an ambitious man no matter where he goes. It's the beauty of his character. And you know what?
2: I think what I would say the theme of that episode was, and perhaps the moral, is remember your goal of coming to a certain location.
1: What was the goal of coming there? Stay in witness protection, eh? Yeah,
2: well, and actually they get found out because they there's a a viral video happens of them. They didn't they they forgot. They
1: forgot their goal of why they came that certain location
2: I think The more we think about this we'll, we'll find it actually Can be applied to most stories I think so
1: Yeah I think so Yeah
2: One more thing I'm going to say Wrapping up Don't, don't worry We've already spent an hour On this already <laughs> Um, Is that like you know, I'm, a, I'm a fair way off Having my own House But I think Having a little vinegar golf course In the backyard Which would be Really fun do you reckon
1: Fun but ambitious you My could do it, Dylan. a lot of upkeep. You could oh, do it. a lot of upkeep.
2: You oh. could have a whole 18. You could have a whole
1: two courses on your property. Could do. It's, it's, a, a, it's a lot of effort. Yeah. And plus, you'd have to use fake turf. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, it really takes long. upkeep still. Oh. Yeah, definitely. How
2: yeah. Yeah. We'll Marines nice if it's worth it. i the Marines <laughs> if they're busy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, so there we go. That, that's mini golf, basically. We like it. Pretty cool. You know a few more facts about it. We know um, that we should go again soon. Next time we're together, we'll do some mini golf. That'd be fun. Definitely. Do you, I just wanted to end up on some notes from June, from what, how she ended her as copying her, basically. What we're doing here. A bit of plagiarism <laughs> to round us out. Nothing uh,
1: no wrong, no, no wrong with that.
2: I want your thoughts as well um she talks about it she's obviously coming from a certain perspective because her family were involved in the business um but she talks about there's just not many places where people can lose their inhibitions for a bit not many places that adults can go and just be a bit silly leave their stress behind and just focus on getting the hole and getting the ball in the hole and also not to mention there's not you know, there are some places, but there aren't that many places where families can go have fun, and if you go to the same place every year, you can bring your kids back and teach them that sort of thing. Mm. So I think, that, I think that's part of the attraction to me as well. It's like, it is a bit silly. It is a bit of fun. And I think we should make more space for
1: that in our lives. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an activity that everyone can enjoy from all walks of life. Even on your wedding day. Even instead of your it's- wedding day. Especially on your wedding day. Yeah. Not good on you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're alright. That's mini golf. We've done it, Dylan. Another classic Lonnie episode. Oh, hey. yeah. Mini golf, more like long golf. Hey, Am I right? Um, no, you're all right. If I can quickly do one more little segment, is that okay?
1: Uh, as long as it's get amongst it. If it's anything else, that's not on. We're not okay. doing it. So, I shouldn't pitch my new segment then, all right? I'll put that back in the nah, backpack for nah. next time. Keep that in your back pocket. Wait till episode 100 for a new segment, mate. Okay. You know the rules. Okay.
2: So, my segment will we identify the moral of every story. <laughs> oh, goodness. Can see if it's closed? Go <laughs> drop it, all right. My get amongst at segment build <laughs> is, is where we recommend something to get amongst, something we have been watching, reading, doing recently for our listeners and for each other. I'm gonna recommend a little show to you, Dylan, called The Bear. Have you seen this show yet? Well, The Bear, no. The Bear, no, not. Down here, it's on Disney Plus, um, but it's a Hulu FX show over in the US, and other places. Mm. It is a drama comedy. It is set in a kitchen in New York. I'm oh, sorry, in Chicago. Uh, basically, there's this guy who's a fine dining um, restaurant here. He's learned all the fancy stuff, right? Um, however, his brother passes away and leaves him he, the family um, salmon shop, which is a bit of a, like a Chicago thing. It's kind of like an Italian kitchen, but they're doing like subs and stuff, right? And he's got to take it over. The staff hate him. It's badly run. There's no money. They're like got enough money to like survive the next day or two. Very stressful. And he comes from the other background where he's like a fine dining person. Very funny, very stressful. It's a bit like Uncut Gems, that sort of style of like stress. You seen that movie? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Adam Sandler. Yeah.
2: Yeah. People swearing at each other and yelling, and but at its core, it's kind of like a, a story about friendship and family
1: and teamwork. It's really good. Okay. All right. Sounds like something I can get amongst. I reckon you like it. Um,
2: in short episodes too, like plenty to. The last episode a bit longer, but most of them
0: Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: Between 20 and half an hour, so that's a pretty good thing. Yeah, definitely digestible. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's all out now too, so you can... Binge it all if you want. You can binge it all right now, Dylan, if you want to.
1: Oh, well, right. All right. I might do that. I'm off. Let's do it. <laughs> Watching the bear.
2: All right. And please let me know if there's any stories about remembering your goal of climbing to a certain location.
1: I will. I will. Okay. I'll let you know if that moral ever comes into my life at any point. Okay. Which well, I'm sure it
2: will. If it plays out, you'll let me know, okay? All right. I will. I yeah. promise. Forgot all the ice cream, you see. But they forgot about that. Minigolf got in the yeah. way. They forgot. They forgot. Lost themselves for a moment. They shouldn't have. <laughs> More on the story. Anyway, uh, we're on the socials. We're on Insta, Facey, Twitter. You can follow us and get in touch, and we can
1: communicate. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tell um, us your favourite mini golf story. Yeah, that'd be great. We'd love to hear that. Um, <laughs> that wasn't that was completely genuine.
2: That Don't know why you're laughing. Don't say
1: anything. not
2: Um, it'd be great if you could tell your friends and leave a rating and review as well. That really does help the show. We'd love that as well. Thank you very much. Um, thanks, Mark, for the theme song. Mark the man. That's right. Um. And thank you for listening. We, we do appreciate it. Hope you've listened and, and got some enjoyment out of this episode. If you let one or two things at mini golf, that's all I ask, okay?
1: it's all he wants. Yeah. She wants to spread the good word of the mini golf.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna play. Goofy golf. He it.
1: loves it. Goofy golf. You know what, Eric? I'm gonna play. I don't need you. <laughs> nah, He's going solo. <laughs> that feels weird to me actually, playing by yourself. Mm. Especially when everyone else is playing with other people mm. and you're just on your own. A bit strange, okay. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. To get a friend, I guess.
2: Fine,
1: yeah. anyway, I miss you will find my Anyway,
2: <laughs> I miss you, man. I miss you, man.
1: I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I
0: miss you.